Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, big show this week, special guests, new segments, yeah. it's all popping off. It's all pop- we're firing on all cylinders. How many cylinders does the podcast have? <sighs> two. Two. Minimum how much you two. Know about, how much do you know about cars? Yeah. Well, there's a two-stroke engine. I assume that only has two cylinders. How many cylinders does my car have? Well, I know that it, I know that like you can have cylinders arranged in a V shape or a straight shape. So you can have like a V six or an, a V eight, and then there's also a straight six. Yeah, but a V eight has eight cylinders. Eight cylinders, exactly. Do you think there's we're no a V eight? There's no V two, is there? Well, you, uh, it's very difficult to make a V when you've only got two units. What are you talking about? A V is explicitly two units. No, it's not. You have to have at least three to make a V. A two is just a line. Oh yes, I suppose it is. That's I mean, two dots. Is, it's two dots. Yeah. So if you use a little bit of magic, if they, if you use them as the midpoint of line segments, then yes, okay, it could be a V. Yeah. Anyway, if this is your first foray into this, welcome. Group, as you know, wow. it is a car mechanics podcast. Yeah, car mechanics podcast <laughs> by Dennis. two people who don't own cars. <laughs> I saw. Geez, I got a nice carburetor on my on my turbocharger these days. Oh yeah, you should see it. Yep, I've got a real hot pedal to the metal um, AM radio. <laughs> AM radio, you say. <laughs> a key part of any car. Um, no, of course, as you've probably guessed by now, this is a magic advice podcast. You send in your uh, your questions, your quandaries, your quandaries and your queries, and uh, we generally use them as an excuse to uh, to talk about what we feel like. Um, and, there, and there, for the good grace of Channel Fireball, go we, Riley. Exactly right. Channel Fireball... Uh, unwittingly i would say sponsoring this nonsense we i do- think it's a line item they haven't noticed on the invoices uh, made honestly that's it yeah i put it very small font very small font on oh, the invoice. white font white background exactly yeah uh you know all those tricks that you learned in university when you had to make your bump your up the word count yeah. papers look better like you go through and make all the full stops just a little bit bigger right mm-hmm. uh which increases the the distance the gaps in the lines right uh all, all that's all, using all those all those tricks yep um accountants hate us the one with that one, the uh, one, one small trick. You know what? You know what the Channel Fireball accounts are also hating at the That's moment. That's what I was going to say. They hate buyless bonanza. Man. They are going to be so overworked at the moment. The Channel Fireball accountants. We've had such an amazing response to the buyless bonanza, and I've actually realised. Um, have I talked to you about this already? I went and had lunch mm-hmm. with my friend Danny, mm-hmm. and I, ga- I was. It was so dumb. Which I, he, he's got to be collections looking to offload, right? So we're talking about that. I said, oh, you know, you got. You should be selling these cars because I'm saying buyless bonanza at the moment. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard. Uh, at the moment, for people who sell cars at Channel Fireball, you go. The, you can. There are daily prizes of uh, of uh, golden tickets, boxes, yeah, uh, all sorts of stuff. And then at the end of the week, at the end of the month, right, they're giving away all these grand prizes: cases of cards, foil jace, copy of uh, a playset of Underground Seas, a Black Lotus. Black right? Lotus. Yeah. And I was saying how there's no point actually, you know, entering if you want to win the Black Lotus because I'm going to win the Black Lotus Friday night. I'm mm-hmm. already already tagged and bagged that one. Um, and then Danny's like, mate. Why are you telling me this? Like, I gave him an in real life ad read, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Why, why are you telling me this? And I said, Well, I don't know, because it's like, it's obscenely good value and it's a great time to sell your cards. And he goes, Yeah, but you realize that every single person that you convinced to do it is one more person who's going to be vying for you, uh, vying for that black, black lotus that you want to win. Oh, no. So you, folks so I'm at home- here with a message today, my friends. Don't sell your cards. Don't do no, that. No, 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 no. Folks at home, if you, like, if there was anything that was going to convince you to sell your cards, don't sell your cards at channelfarbo.com. At channelfarbo.com. Don't do it. It is you know that what? it will ruin Riley's day. Do you know what I've always said? Hold on to those cards. No, 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 no. Hold on to them. Sell them. Sell Be- them. Tweet at us saying, sell my cards. Screw no, you, no, Riley. No, 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 no. 
better oh. a card in the hand than two in the in Channel Fireballs. Hey, be- you're telling me better a card in the hand than twenty dollars in, in in the in the in the hand. I wouldn't do it. You know what? Don't do it. I want the Black Lotus. All right. If you win the Black Lotus, send it to me, please. I want it. I've already said it. I do- I bagged it. You know what? <laughs> you I said from the beginning. It's unfair. It's unfair, Dennis. Anyway, channelfiber.com slash buy list. You know, if you if you feel the need to rid yourself of all this unnecessary yeah. card. Channelfiber.com slash giveaway if you want all the buy list bonanza hot <laughs> Anyway, should we get into the advice? My piece of advice for myself is don't hoist myself by my own petard when I'm trying to win competitions by encouraging other people to enter them. Dennis, we managed to snag a uh, high-profile special guest this week. Uh, we're very excited. We, we we caught up with this guest earlier in the week before we recorded the the, the rest of this episode, and uh, she was able to share her wisdom, her insight, some of her perspective, and, and it was useful being able to pick up this mm. guest as well because we've had some people get in touch. For example, Connor Slocum got in touch as a, as a younger player talking about his experience of not being taken seriously at his LGS. Uh, he's he's, his one, of, he's uh, one of, if not the best draft player at his LGS, but due to the fact that he's 15, the other players never take him seriously uh, and try to explain things to him that he already knows about. What He asks, what advice do you have getting them to recognize me as a member of the MTG community, or do you have any other tips to help younger Magic players? Well, Connie, you're not we're the a bunch only... Of old, we're a bunch of old fogies, Riley. We can't Mate, help here. I wouldn't know a Snapchat from a TikTok. But is that true? I actually... Well, brief aside, is that true? If I showed you a video clip a vertically filmed 6x19 video clip yeah. and ask you to guess if it was a TikTok or a Snapchat video, would you be able to tell? I would look for a watermark because I've seen TikToks no watermark. have watermarks. Uh, quick, brief, brief aside. Riley, explain to me what TikTok is. Uh, isn't it just Vine? Isn't it like you can you can film stuff and put music on it and then you upload it and other people can watch it? That's musically, mate. And it is basically just musically to be okay. honest. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Dennis, I wouldn't know a whip from a nene. There you go. There we go. So we've called, we've called in the cavalry on this. We've called in the cavalry. Remix co- to Ignition, hot and fresh at the kitchen. We've got some serious advice coming. We've got probably the preeminent expert mm. on the affairs of young people in magic, the one and only Dana Fisher. Dennis, we've got a special guest joining us this week. We're very lucky to have Dana Fisher, one of the most famous yes. elves players in the world, I would say. Uh, welcome, Dana. Hi. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us, mate. How are you going? Good, good. Welcome to uh, Scrimey River. Have you got anything you want to say to our to all of our listeners? Uh, get your kids into magic. <laughs> get your kids into magic. Well, that's why we've got you on the show, right? Because we want to exactly. we want to talk about what it's like, what the perspective is for a, a a lot of adults. Dana, as you know, adults are very stupid. Adults are very very silly, and they forget what it's like to be a kid. So we thought it'd be good to get a kid on the show to give adults some advice on to how to get their kids into magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, uh, well, I mean, I get, let's, let's talk a little bit about you here. You became the, you were the youngest person to ever cash a GP in Austin, right? This year, right? And um, you made day two in Reno recently as well. So before we talk about getting kids into magic, what, what do you do? Like, do you have any advice for our, our listeners? How do you succeed at magic at, at such a high level? Well, we first start off with a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. For a constructed event, I um, I choose my deck, and, my, and me and my dad make proxies of all the popular decks in the meta, and we have a gauntlet, and we go through all of it. And then for limited events, I just do a bunch of seals with the um, 
with the set and I look on um the limited set review on Channel Fireball. Oh, Channelfireball.com. Dennis, one of the one of the best places oh, to get plug. information like that. A natural. A natural. <laughs> also for uh we do a debrief after each match. So if later that day a similar situation comes up, um I can know how to handle it better. So a lot, it sounds like a lot of practice then, right? It's, uh, it sounds like a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of hard work. and, and so, do, you, do you get nervous or tired or anything when you're playing at these events? I pretty much always get tired unless I don't get at least uh, 11 hours of sleep. But I always get, start getting tired uh, a little after 7 p.m. And then you should, I sometimes will get nervous, like when I went it in mm. before making day two. Mm. Um, I went it in before making day two. Um, but normally I don't get nervous and I'm pretty much always tired. Yeah. I mean, um, I get nervous like if I'm two wins in. That's not like, not even if I'm winning in. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I just go to so many that it just, doesn't feel like oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's just, you've played way more GPs than I have. Like, it's not close. I'm not going to begrudge you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you said you get tired, like, at around 7 o'clock. But, like, nowadays, the, the, the last couple of rounds of the event do get up past that time. What do you do to kind of keep yourself awake, keep yourself focused? Uh, I beg my dad for Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Another, another, C, another sponsor of the yeah. show. Yeah, second sponsor of the podcast. But so, normally, on, sorry, like, it's not hard for me to stay focused because I like it so much. I like the game so much that it's like I just want to play it. So it's not hard to stay focused for me. Right, of course. You know, it's not. It doesn't feel like work when you're having fun. Um, so you're probably the most famous kid in the world of Magic. I don't know why I said probably. It's just definitely true. Not close. Um, what would you what would you like give as advice to kids out there who wanted to start playing Magic and maybe have seen you do well that you've been stuff like that and are like, oh, this looks like fun. I might, I might be interested in that. What uh, would you give? What, what advice would you give to them to getting so into? So the first advice is probably like, if you see the age limit, don't worry about it. I'm younger than than the age limit. <laughs> oh yeah, it says thirteen and up, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't, Danny. You can't say that on here. The police are going to oh. come crashing in the door any second. The, the wizards' police will come and get you and put you in wizard jail. The age limit is actually yeah. just a suggestion. It isn't a rule. Okay, well that's 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 good then. <laughs> so you think kids? You think kids can safely ignore that age limit? What is what is what's some other advice you'd give to kids? Have fun. I mean, kids are <laughs> kids are pretty good at doing that a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I have fun yeah. doing wheels and stuff. Yeah, and playing math. So, but if you're wanting to play competitively, often people, you know, when it's being taken Take it a little more serious, when it's taken yeah. very seriously, maybe you're not just mucking around and playing with your brother or your sister or something like that, or your parents. What, what, what if a kid wants to? Because you say you get nervous sometimes at your winning ins. What if you're a kid and you feel nervous in round number one? What would you say to a kid who's feeling nervous just by, with the idea of playing competitively? Um, I think that it's still a lot of fun, and you can pretend like it's casual. You can pretend like it's a relative of yours that you're playing against, like mm-hmm. your dad, who you love to beat. Oh, that's, uh, that's very good. That's a good strategy. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, when you, at the first few times, it can be ner- 
nerve-wracking because mm. you're not used to it and the players are like a lot older and bigger than you mm-hmm. uh i would know because i'm very small <laughs> uh, yep. but um otherwise it's just like you're playing multiple rounds of uh just magic with your friends just mm-hmm. with people you don't know so it sounds like you don't think there's a very big difference between playing for fun and playing competitively. You just need to sort of get used to it, and and it gets it does it it, it does it sounds like you're saying it gets easier the more you do it. Yes, because you get more used to it. Right. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, okay, that's good advice for kids. But let's forget about that because kids are very smart and kids know how to do stuff very well. Let's talk about giving advice to adults because adults need all the advice they can get. I mean, Dana, I should know. I'm a stupid adult. So what advice would you give to adults? What would you say to a parent who wants to get their kid into magic? What should they do? And what shouldn't they do with their kids if they want their kids to start playing magic? So they definitely should take it slow and begin with starter decks. Okay. Um, And then what they should do, I do this when I'm teaching my friends at school, actually. My friend Caitlin, she wanted, she came up to me the other day and said, I want to learn how to play magic. Mm-hmm. So I gave her a starter <laughs> deck and I told her, take out all the non basic, non creature land. And I pointed out, I took out a creature and a land from my deck and showed her how you can tell. And so they said, so then we both searched through both of our decks to take out all the instant sorceries and enchantments and stuff. Okay, so you made it like really simple, just like lands, creatures, and like the very basic stuff in Magic. Yes. Okay. Um, and also definitely shouldn't let the kids eat the kite. Say that so again. don't start them too early so that they'll eat the cards because oh. then your magic cards are gone. Okay, yeah. So if you start, maybe if you're giving magic cards to a toddler, maybe they'll just put them in the gob and start eating them instead of playing them. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad started me a little before four because he trusted I wouldn't eat the cards <laughs> and I didn't eat the cards. Oh, that's good. So, I feel like, Dennis, but, I feel like... Yeah, your, a... your dad's busted again, unsleeved. Under, underground seas being like, yeah, this is probably fine, no problem. <laughs> but Dennis, I feel like it's an important thing for every magic player to learn not to eat. Dennis, when did you learn not to eat the cards? <laughs> Man, I struggle with that every day. Every, I get up and I'm like, day. Dennis, this this is the day, you know, no ink on the tongue today. This yeah. is the day. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't, doesn't always pan out, mate. No, I mean, you play, a, you know, you play a Gilded Goose, you make a food token, and then all of a sudden... I mean, one thing leads to another. It says food on the card. I'm just on the card. a man, right? Dana. It says food on the card. So you're saying we can't even eat the food tokens, Dana? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, that's, I don't know about that. Anyway, um, adults. Another thing to do is Go on. don't force them to play. Only if they're interested. Like if they don't want to mm. learn, yeah. don't teach them. You, they have to be interested or they won't have fun and they won't want you and they won't want to play because they don't want they weren't interested in the first place and you just Did you them. ever feel like you weren't interested or were you hooked from day 1? I was hooked before day 1. Uh I saw my dad and my sister playing and I as a kid did not like being left out mm. of things so I oh, always yes. wanted to be in things. So I was so I went up to my dad in a very cute voice cuz I was like only four, three, a little. Yeah, <laughs> That's very four, cute. And asked him, 
Getty, can I learn to play this game? <laughs> And now, and, and I, I, it's. And uh, now your dad, your, your dad flashes back to that when he's driving you to your, you know, tenth GP of the yeah. year, or whatever, being like, "What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? What have I created? Um, I created a monster." No, he loves it, though. He loves it. I think, I think you've got given some good advice, not just with magic, but I think with life. I remember, like, when my parents would make me do stuff that I didn't want to do, and they'd force me mm-hmm. to do it, and then I just never wanted to do it again. Whereas if it was something that I wanted to do naturally, I think that's. Um, you know, it, it makes you as a kid want to do things much more if you don't feel like you're being forced into it. So I think that's really good advice. This is something that adults do, Dana. They forget what it's like to be a kid. So what what would you remind adults of what it, when it, what it's like to be a kid? What what should adults remember about being a kid when it comes to playing magic? You know, about maybe being scary. You said you're playing against people who are much bigger than you or, or overwhelming. You know, what, what are some things that adults should remember? So... Don't like say, hey, you're being too crazy all of a sudden because kids like to have fun. Kids mm-hmm. like to be crazy. And it's okay as long as it's not too, too, too much. Mm-hmm. And keep it fun. But don't make too many dad jokes. I'm uh, looking at my dad. No, I don't think you I don't think you can ever stop a dad making dad jokes, isn't that right, Dennis? Yeah, no, that's a, that that's in the DNA. That's never going away. Yeah. That's that's non negotiable. I don't think any dads are gonna listen to that advice. I thought dad for that one because he makes way too many sad jokes i think it's the rule though i think it's the mm. rules like the dad police will come and put him in dad jail if he doesn't make enough dad jokes per year you know he's gotta hit his kpis yeah well i mean that's his job as a dad to make bad dad jokes and, and embarrass you all right dennis it's time for us to talk to dana about power moves <laughs> Dennis, do you want, let, let, let's. I mean, let's recap. Maybe we've got new listeners, and, and you know, I'm sure Dana knows what. The, what I'm sure she's doing power moves every day. But we like on this podcast to talk about power moves, ways to, uh, you know, assert your dominance, trick or tease your opponent. Maybe, um, Dennis, do you reckon we could get just a pa- funny little things to do to troll your opponent a little bit? I think yeah. is the way to describe it, right? Do you reckon we can get a? Uh, do you reckon we can get a power move off off Dana, Dennis? What do you think? Maybe. I mean, I think she's already listed one. If she doesn't have one, I'm happy to fill one in for her. Yeah. Dana, if you got a power move for us, mate? I always say my power moves if you don't swear like you did on episode six and many others. Oh, what? Oh, she's gone, but she's checked the tapes. She's power moved. Oh, my God. Dana's got receipts. She's got receipts. Oh, I'm so sorry, Dana. You know what? It's Dennis's bad influence on me. Normally, I would never swear, but it's just Dennis. And you say the A word. A lot. Oh, I do, don't I? Yeah, I forget that's a swear word. Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry, Danny. Your young ears. That are... is that is a key. Com- that that might be a key component of the show. I, I think we'll have to change it. You know what? We'll change it to to legend moves and jerk moves. How about that? Is that and better? Butthead moves. And butthead <laughs> moves. Yeah, that's good. All right. Um, so I'm thinking of a power move that a kid could maybe do. Right. So whenever you you know when you're a kid, right. And this isn't just you, Dana. This is all kids playing magic. When you're a kid, if you sit down against someone, I reckon they're going to start thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. This kid, they're going to be, you know, they're not going to know how to play the game. They're going to make mistakes. Um, I think I think people will underestimate kids. Does that happen to you? Do you do you use that as an opportunity to maybe like power move your opponents by actually, like, do you even maybe pretend to be bad so they think, so, you know, you, you trick them, make them think you're worse than you are, and then you get them? They used to underestimate me, uh, but I was really young mm. and I wasn't really playing magic that much. But now, 
They don't underestimate me. Sometimes they overestimate oh, me. Oh, so the power moves happening before you've even sat down at the table. That's fantastic. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I think being the most famous nine-year-old magic player in the world is a strong power move to begin with, man. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. My you- best power move that I've done was in Dallas when I switched decks before the PTQ. Oh, and I remember this. And yeah, and one of my opponents kept a hand only because it was good against elves, and I was on dredge, oh. and and I totally like beat him in the game. Oh, I remember. And you you actually power so, moved Marshall, Dennis. I don't know if you saw the coverage for this. Dana was on coverage yeah, yeah. with Marshall commentating, right? And uh-huh. Marshall didn't know. So Marshall's gone, oh, you know, Dana, famous elves player, should be playing elves, that sort of thing. And then Marshall's like, oh, what's this? She's playing Dredge out of nowhere. It was a big – I think you got everyone yeah. with that one. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the, power, the power move here is spend years that. carefully cultivating an image. Yeah, exactly. And then people expect one thing and then, and then bam, you get them. Have you played a lot of Dredge since then or you got just go back to elves now? Probably still on elves. I mean, it did give me a warm hug in Austin. Yeah. Yeah, you did really well in Austin, right? Um, yeah. I remember talking to your dad about that, Dana, and how much, because you won a couple of hundred dollars and you were thrilled with it. And then uh, you learnt what taxes are. How did that feel? Bam! <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Dana. It was really, really fun to have you on. Is there anything else? Is there any anything else you want to say before we uh, before we say goodbye? Any any other special messages you've got for the listeners, or for maybe Dennis or me, or anything? Yeah, actually. Okay, go on. Let us know. Hit us up. Go. So. I heard on episode one you were talking about the initials being smart and almost smart. Yeah, that's true. They are almost smart, yeah. I can make it smart by adding tonight at the end, scry me a river tonight, and then that would be smart. Oh, Dana. That's genius. Dennis, when we start doing live shows, when we start doing live shows, it's scry me a river tonight. Oh, that's that's really good. Maybe we can do some live shows at like a Magic Fest or something, and we'll have to do it late, like after round eight is finished. And so it'll be Scrimey River tonight. Smart. That's a re- that's really good. Thanks. That's genuinely not bad. That's actually yeah. like we, I, I think we need to write that down in like the uh, in, in the big book of ideas that we have because that's that's going to come in hand. I mean, we'll have to talk. We'll have to set up. You know, we'll get our legal people to talk, call you and talk about residuals and payment for such a good idea, Dana, because that is that's an absolute cracker. No, no, no. I got to cover. I got to cover. Man. Look, Riley, I have this idea. We should call the show Scrimey River tonight. It'd be great. And then, then the acronym would be smart. Excellent. This is my idea. And you know what? I'll, I'll edit out all the stuff about Dana saying it, and I'll edit out this bit about me saying it. That's very clever. Excellent. Genius. Very good. That's a power move. That's a power move. All right. Take care. We'll uh, maybe we'll have you on the show another time later on. That'd be that'd be really good. But thanks for coming on this time. It was it was a lot of fun to chat with you. Yeah, you too. Right, bye bye. Bye. It was really good to catch up with Dana. Genuinely um, was really fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a big fan of her in general. Just a mm-hmm. whole deal. Like as as a person, as a kid, as a magic player. Um, and her dad, of course, Adam is, uh, is, uh, the, the wind beneath her wings, so to speak. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's to put that. Yeah. 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 He's, um, he's, he's a great fella. And, uh, yeah, you know, he, I'm sure you, we're sure you already follow her. If you want to, you know, go check out Dana on Twitter, she's at, uh, Twitter slash Dana Fisher MTG. Yep. 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 And, uh, she keeps, uh, us updated her, her exploits at GPs and that sort of stuff. I mean, I, I just, I remember like when I was a kid, if you found like a dollar, like two oh, bucks. Stop. Like, oh my goodness, at the age of eight or nine years old, oh my goodness. And she won $300 at a GP? 
That's nuts. Oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, it was great to it was great to catch up. It was great to hang out with her and, and, and have a chat about stuff, Dennis. And you know what? What's that? I want more guests, mate. Me, I want me, more oh, guests. me too. I love having guests on, man. I love having guests. It makes our job so much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, we would love some more guests. We've had some pretty high profile guests on the show before, probably in order. Dana, Adam Savadan. Mushy. I, I was going to say a gap. Yeah. Mushy. That's probably it. Gap. That's probably it. Yeah. That's, that's probably, probably it, actually. Yeah. yeah that's, that, that, that'd be uh, yeah. I'm trying to just trying to, no, no one else who, no, no one particularly notable anyway. My um, cat, anyway. my cat made a noise in the background once. That's probably on there, right? Oh yeah. Your cat walked Yuri, across the keyboard yeah. one time. Yep. Yuri. So there we go. Um, but if you've got someone you'd like to feature on the show, right? Like a big get that you think we could get. We're still hankering for rock the Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne still, Johnson. Still, still, uh, still want to get in touch with him. But uh, any, any, any MTG personality, someone you think would be a good fit, anyone that'd be interesting, please uh, tag them, tag them on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll chase them down, see if they want to get mm-hmm. on uh, with Scrimy River. Anyway, right, we're taking um, a pivot this week. Oh, Dennis, yes, that's very true. Um, we should actually figure out what we're going to call them before before I uh, before I play the sound effect because that'll actually influence what the sound effect is. It's time for not for power moves, for reverse power moves so we got a couple and of perspective names here yeah so last week we put out the call obviously long-time listeners are, the long-time scry hards will know that here on scry river we're all about power moves all about asserting dominance but last week we put out the call for people to send in suggestions of of i guess ways that they've been supported or or looked after or you know way reverse power moves but not Things that people have done for other people that have been nice or helpful. Yeah, they just generally uplift the whole game yeah. overall, rather than you know a zero sum kind of thing. Mm, 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 exactly. We've had a couple of uh, we've had a couple of suggestions here. Uh, one of my favorites was the flower move. I like that rhyming strong. Yeah, very very good indeed. Uh, did you have any that you liked? Uh, my favorite is the empower move. Oh, I do like that. The empower move, yeah, empower just moves. a nice little riff on the uh, <clears throat> on the established uh, established name there. Uh, Jamez suggested Samaritan move, as in Samaritan, Samaritan in, or smart, yeah. like S- also smart, like the yeah, yeah. Samaritan, like that. What are we going to go for here, Dennis? I, we actually I, like, haven't decided I think I, li- I think I like empower moves. Empower moves, yeah. Empower moves, because yeah, that's what it's all about. Really, it's not. It's not really a reverse power move. It's about empowering. Well, because no. A re- no. A re- no, no, because a reverse power move is, is, is re- like the opposite of power is weakness. So, like, you're not actually weakening yourself. That's true. So, empowerment is it is. More, it's yeah. an empowerment move. Yeah, it's empowerment moves. All right. Well, here we go with our empower moves. What do we want to go for? A nice can I, can happy I, Dennis, noise. Can, can I interest you in this beautiful harp sound effect? Ooh, I like that. How, like does, that. how does that scan for you? Uh, scan. All right. One more time. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, everyone at home, it's time for... Empower moves. That that rolls off real nice. Mm. That rolls off real nice. I'm, I'm, I'm good coming out. I'm very big into that. Well, let's kick things off with Jay Mazes. Uh, Jay Mazes is a longtime contributor to Power Moves and uh, showing that he can play both sides of the court here with uh, an empower. And I would say this is a textbook empower move mm-hmm. because not only does it um, not only does it obviously you know tell you what to do, it also tells you how to do it. Right. Now, this is what I really like. So <clears throat> Jay Mazes says. I really enjoy helping newer players rebuild their pre-release pools after we play. It's a great way to help them feel welcome and to impart some basic deck building and strategic fundamentals, for example, card evaluation, curve, mana sources, etc. There's also the good feeling you get when they come to find you after the next round and tell you how much better it played, not to mention oh. what it does for your breakers. So there is an element there <laughs> of self-interest. I hey, do like it's the- all upside, man. That's fine. It, right? It's the rising tide. I mean, it's not raising the boat of the person they go and beat, but hey, you know what? 
Maybe they should have been the ones to come a to you. A rising tide floats two out of three boats. Exactly. But what I really like about Jamez's uh, suggestion here, uh, uh, the, uh, his suggestion, a word of caution. Mm. If you want to make this offer to an opponent, you'll want to watch your tone as it's easy to accidentally come off as condescending or smug. Right. This is the uh, when reading the original power, the empower move. This yep. was the only foil I could think of. Yep. Like, em, like, uh, and make. Do you imagine? Oh, can I help you with your your pre-release deck? And they're like, mm. I've been playing for six years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you want to yeah. know. You want to be yeah. certain. You want to be certain the person looks and feels out of their depth. Exactly. Right. And 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 this, you know, this comes down to just being able to read the room, read the person, figure out maybe if if they want that. If they're tilting off and they're salty, maybe it's you know not the best time to approach something like that. But if they're clearly new, if they're not sure, like I remember I played at a pre-release against a fellow who was playing uh, fifty-three cards, and most of them were six move, drops. Cotton. Most of them were six drops, and he was playing about thirteen lands. So there was after that, I was like, "Oh, it's interesting the way that you built your deck." Is was there something? <laughs> you, was there was there a certain thing you had? Most like, "Oh, you know, just all these cards are very powerful, that sort of stuff." And it was just clear he was used to playing casually with his mates, where mm-hmm. you know you didn't need a curve, you didn't need removal, you didn't need all that sort of stuff like that. We had a bit of a chat, and I, I, I he broadly didn't change his deck, but you know, at least he was, you know, again. Picking your moment, really important. So I like that from Jamez. That's um, that's a really good one. As much as it goes against the spirit of the segment and the episode, I have in the past twisted this in exactly this into a power move, an actual power. I, this is also fine. This is also very good. Uh, a friend What's of mine, Ushin Gaffney. Ushin, if you're listening, you'll be aware of this. We've been playing for a very long time. Mm. Every time I play in an event. I pretend it's Oshin's first event. Oh, so good. Oh, that's so, we, so good. We sit down for the draft and I'm like, all right, Oshin, so, you know, you're going to pass your first pack. You're going to open your pack. It's going to be 15 cards in it. You take the basic land yeah, out. And yeah, we don't need that's those. really good. And he's yeah. like, dude, he's like, Dennis, stop. I get it. And every time, every because I, I I often beat him in paper, not because I'm better than just because the chips fall, because we haven't played all that often. So the chips yeah. have just fallen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's all right. I, I lost a lot at my first event too. And yeah. he's like, shut really up. Yeah. It's so good. When you're like at a Magic Fest, often when you draft inside events or whatever, it, like the judge will come over. The first thing they say is, has everyone drafted mm-hmm. before? What a power move it is. He it's like, oh, um, yeah, no, my friend, my friend here is new. So maybe just, it's like, mate, I've been playing for longer than you. It's like, hey, just, just a quick refresher for him. Quick refresher be, might be good, Judge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, perfect. that's really good. Yeah. If you're mates with someone, just uh, after just mercilessly thrashing them, be like, do you want to, do you want to have a look at your deck and maybe give you some, yeah, I love oh, that's, that. I love that's that. really good. All right. Let's get back on the, let's get the positive vibes rolling again. This one's comes in from Nick Frager. I've got a story for how somebody helped. One guy tilted off on me. He didn't draw his fourth land for the wrath in his hand and limited when I had like six creatures in play. I let him do it, let it slide, let him tilt out. A few weeks later, after playing with me more, he apologized at the after draft bar, realizing he'd been a little unkind. That made my experience at the shop so much better. I've since moved. I'm not at that store anymore, but I realize it's not so much in game, but it did help me enjoy magic more. That look, never too late to say sorry, mate. Never too late to say sorry. Yeah. Apologizing is one of the, it is, and this isn't me like doing this as a bit, right? This mm-hmm. is actually a hundred, I, I, I firmly a hundred percent believe this. Apologizing is actually a power move. Apologizing to people is actually a power move, especially when they're not expecting it. When they've pegged you as this salty, this, you know, salty sea dog, that sort of stuff like that. You know, mouthing off on coverage, thinks he's a big shot. That's right. Walking around like he owns the place, you know, chucking cans around for other people to pick up, all that sort of stuff. When you actually come to someone with a heartfelt apology and recognize that you've done wrong, right, you actually put yourself back into a position of Mm. respect. You actually Mm. put yourself back into a position where you say, you know what, I'm a big enough person, I'm a reflective enough person to recognize that I was in the wrong, and I do, I'm actually asking for your forgiveness right and i hope you can understand that you know i'm 
I'm not like this as a person, right? Yeah, to use a unfortunately outdated and gendered term, you'd be the bigger man. Yeah, we'll be the bigger person, right? Just yeah. be the bigger person, exactly. And I think that there is there is actually power because because the thing is, when you're tilting off and when you're the salty sea dog, that's not a power move. No one's respecting no. you for that. People no. are looking at you going, "Wow, what a loser!" Right? So if you can go back and you say, "Hey, listen, I'm really sorry about what happened before." I let my emotions get the better of me. That match went a lot to me. Or, you know, I thought my deck was better than it was, da, 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 that sort of stuff. But you know what? I shouldn't have taken it out on you. And I'm really sorry. Right? All of Do a you... sudden, they're looking at you and like, whoa, all right. Do it you is a tilt power off? Move. Do you ever tilt off? <sighs> not, not in the way that people would. So, okay, there are a couple of guys. Do you want like a really actually honest, earnest answer? Right? Mm-hmm. Because when I'm playing, especially in public settings, and because like at least you know, a small percentage of the magic community is going to recognize me at any given event, right? It gives me an extra layer of distance and Caution, control. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So even if I'm really cross, even if I'm salty, I'll always be like, ah, oh, that sort of thing. Because it's important, like, you know, to master your emotions there like that. Mate, hate does more damage to the vessel it's stored in. But I think it also, I understand that, but honestly, I don't really ever... I don't get cross. I never get cross. When if I'm getting salty and annoyed after a match, it's usually at myself because I've made an obvious mistake or I've missed something. I've seen you get salty. Sure, but usually it's because I've done no. something. No, I saw you get salty about playing when? against a particularly controlling commander deck, a command for Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I do. I do tilt off a little bit about that, but I just go quiet. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I it was I, all I, internal. You weren't yelling at him. No, that's the thing. Like, you can tell that if I'm just, I, if I'm just a kind of, face on. Yeah, I, I just go like, oh, this isn't really fun, and I just kind of mm-hmm. sit there and let them do their thing. But yeah, I, that I, I, I have to be honest. Like, that is something I struggle with. Like, this happened recently. I went to I went and visited the Channel Fireball Game Center. Mm. With uh, with Krim with the Asian Avenger, and we sat there and we were playing just some pickup EDH games. And there was this fellow, and I felt really bad, like because this guy he was playing like a mono blue deck that was just all counter spells, and he got like top uh, counterbalance out, yes. like counter top out. And I was just like, well, I'm playing dumb green idiots. Like I'm never resolving another spell for as long as this game goes. Mm. And the guy, I, the guy also felt bad because he could see that like the energy of the table wasn't good. But I just kind of sat there and I was just like, oh, well, I hope this game ends soon. I don't like. But that, yeah, I mean, that's my version of being salty is like going quiet and kind of, yeah, being, Just as you being say, being a little bit sad about it. Yeah, being a bit, bit, being a bit of a sourpuss. But no, I never like rage or rant or anything else like that. No, no, no. He's lying. In private, behind oh, closed oh, doors. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. In public, I don't. Oh, in private, Dennis, I'm insufferable. Every, every single game I play with Riley, I feel threatened for my life. Oh, absolutely. But that's because <laughs> you need to be put in your place, Dennis. Wow, that's because you need okay. to learn your place. Turn around. All right. We got another one here. Got another uh, M power move, reverse power move here, flower move, if you will, uh, coming from a nice planeswalker. Well, I will be the judge of that. Let's see what the move says first. <laughs> Very on brand here for a nice planeswalker. Here's a reverse power move that got me back into the game. Ooh. I was playing uh, an F&M for the first time in a decade, hoping that Paper Magic would help me make new friends uh, in a new city, and that's a great mm. way to do it. Up a game in my second match, I started my turn with an empty hand and experimental frenzy on the board. I looked at the top card of my library, cast it, and tried to pass the turn with plenty of mana open. My opponent then said... Well, keep going. Yes. Seeing my befuddled look, expression, he proceeded to explain the true power of the card, and eventually led me to, uh, which eventually led me to win the match. I figured if people like that played at the shop, this was a place that I wanted to frequent, and I'm happy to say that I'm in love with magic all over again. And just because of something as simple as that—that's fantastic. Somebody wanted to see good magic play. They weren't yep. looking for. Oh, they didn't realize the power yep. of the card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash them for this extra booster pack of Theris beyond death and prizes. Like, yep, teach them a real lesson. No, absolutely. And look, if your opponent does this at a GP, mate. No excuse. No mm-hmm. excuse. You walk mm-hmm. all over them, you take that win, and you walk away from the table a happy person. But at an FNM, no, mate, help people. 
Tell people we, what the cards do. Here to have let a them good play time. the deck. Exactly. We're here to gather. I yeah. mean, that's fine. That's beautiful. and now a nice planeswalker back into magic. So well, uh, bu- 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 their opponent was the one who had the empower move. Uh, yeah. This person is not necessarily a nice planeswalker. <laughs> I was not convinced by the move. Uh, mate, their literal name on Twitter is a nice planeswalker. Further evidence required. Further right? evidence required. Nice planeswalker. All right. Well, you know, you're gonna have to send in more evidence here. A nice planeswalker. But no, I mean, this is the this is the power of the empower move, right? You know, small actions have Big can have large consequences yeah. exactly and so something as simple of just as reminding someone of, of a line of text on experimental frenzy has just got this person back into magic so yeah the, yeah, the impact a of single the, uh, pebble will send ripples across an entire lake yeah, exactly exactly anyway we've got one more dennis why don't you hit us with the, hit us with the next one from jeff lutke that's uh i'm gonna guess this last name is pronounced as someone who has their own last name butchered constantly i apologize if i got that wrong mm-hmm. they say hey riley never mind i take back my apology long time <laughs> listener first time caller big scryheart and i have a flower move parenthesis <laughs> oh i love it i love it i love when people dm both of us and just say hi riley it's so good it stings it stings it's so this, good this is our first, uh, you know, commiserations, Jeffy. This is our first long time, first time. It, it reads, Hey, Riley, long time listener, first time caller, big scryheart, and I have a flower move, all caps, mm-hmm. for you to get across. If you're playing a kitchen table or FNM and your opponent is dejected about a hand and debating them all, telling them, don't worry, you can draw another seven. Mm. Ooh, it's the very free good. Mulligan. Yeah, the free yeah, mulligan. Yeah, this beauty, the beauty here is the nuance. By allowing them to reroll, you're being nice and generous. This could easily be a power move as well. I was hoping this is where this would go. So you could be taken as saying, don't worry, I can beat you even if you have a good seven. I don't need the card advantage. Yeah, Yeah. lean into it. Like, draw eight, mate. I don't even care. Don't worry about it. It's so good. The way this gesture is perceived is totally dependent on your delivery, the opponent's perception of your intention, and even the outcome of the game. It's hardly a power move to give them a handicap and then get browned. Very fair. (laughs) Which makes this a true Schrodinger's move. You can't actually tell if it's a power move or an impower move until the game has ha- has finished but yeah, yeah, yeah. I-, I love the flexibility of this move i love the flexibility of this i move, love a little you know? risk man the schrodinger's move is very appealing to me it, it's re- yeah you just sail a little close to the wind because yeah if you get if you get rumper dumped all of a sudden you've got no one to blame but yourself Mm-mm-mm-mm. but if, if they draw back up to seven and then you beat them you're like well, well doesn't, doesn't matter really you could have started on 10 cards mate still would have got you yeah That's i love this yeah, this is the. Uh, I mean, it's it's the reverse. It's this is the reverse Mark Boyd, Boyd Award. I was about to say we need t- two questions now. What is the what is the Empire Move of the Week, and what is the name for the Empire Move of the Week Award? Do we just call it the the Hlutke Award? <sighs> I was. It's the, the first the, one. I, I was hoping. I mean, that would make sense. It's either that or the Bark Moid Award. <laughs> Those are the two contenders. <laughs> Oh dear! All right. Well, the winner of the first Bark Moyd Award, or <laughs> or the Jeff Lutke the Award, uh, name name TBD, um, is should, Jeff Lutke. That's a great one. Some little uh, stock applause sounds. We should actually, yeah, we should start including. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just why not? Just increase the editing burden on. Uh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, make it a yeah. whole auditory experience. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Anyway, thank you for to everyone who has sent in uh, those uh, empower moves and uh, look. Regular broadcasting resumes next week. We'll be keeping power moves. That is, em- unless unless the Rock DMs us on Twitter, in which case it's oh, all off the rails. It's all yeah, exactly. It's all out there. But no, no. From here on out, we're hoping to uh, have power moves and empower moves. So if you've got uh, a move that's on any uh, uh, any spot on the spectrum, empower move, power move, arsehole legend, any. Oh, sorry, jerk, a jerk move. We're calling. Well, them this now, yeah, we? Dana called you right. That's yeah, true. Dana called we me. Have, last year I mean, out. I think we can. We can replace the jerk legend spectrum with the power empire spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadly speaking, yes, that's true. A fully yeah. legendary power move is probably just an empower move. 
Yeah, it's one that both empowers you and the person to yeah. which you're doing it, to whom you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's also, a good point. Also, getting some distance from Hamish and Andy before they start knocking on the door is probably well. Anyway. This is the thing. <laughs> I mean, our whole this whole podcast is just is just us ripping off. You know, this is just Hamish and Andy fan fiction slash fiction with the McElroy brothers, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Anyway, so before those C and Ds start landing the post box, you might want to rename the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do send them in at Riley Crutar on Twitter. That's strange. No, that's the end. That's it. We got to move on. That that was the pause so the music could play. Mate, I'll do. I'll do it for you. Look, just go to halfhousehistory.com. Okay. All right. We were going to move on to the next segment, but now we're not going to because I need to talk about this. Dennis Stranjak. Do you know what's happening? Right. So uh, here's a quick. Here's a quick plug for for my stream. Twitch.tv slash Riley Crew Tower. Right. People. Like, because I have the Half History music play on that stream every now and again. Whenever anyone mm-hmm. subscribes, right, that mm-hmm. music plays. Some of the emotes, right, on the stream are also from Half History. Like, there's a bunch, there's a lot of cross branding between the Twitch stream and, and Half History, right? And whenever anyone asks about the podcast, all these jackals in the chat, Dennis, do you know where <laughs> they send new listeners? Where to, baby? Half History. Dot com. The official website. Which will not... No. No, 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 no. It is very much an unofficial fan-made website that leads you to... the to Dennis, I'm not having it, mate. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm ha- it. Okay, worth, all right. Worth every penny. <laughs> all right. I'm going to have to ask you now. I'm going to have to ask you. Yeah? How much? Oh, the power moves come how much? to roost. Yeah, baby. yeah. How much? Right. First of all, how much is it costing you on GoDaddy? Uh, well, don't, I don't, don't worry about that. Here's what we're going to do, Riley. I'm going to random, randomnumbergenerator.com. Okay. I'm going minimum 10, maximum 1,000. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> I've got no chance. And whatever this is, this is the price. I'm going to share a screen with you so no, no, you know I'm not cheating. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch. We're, we've, we're on whereby. All right. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Generate. Yep. Go hit it. $555. $555. Are you kidding me? Five hundred and fifty-five dollars. You want to go double or nothing? Double or nothing, meaning I'll expand the range to two thousand. Yep. Yeah. No. 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 I thought about it. It'd be better. Exponentially worse. Yeah. No. It's it's way way worse. No. 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 I'll keep it there. All right, Dennis. I'm gonna have to dig out a bunch more cards and sell them to Channel Fireball. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go into the archives here and find. That that premium that premium buy list fodder. Oh my goodness, five hundred fifty five dollars. Listen, mate, I left it up to chance. I hate this. I hate I this. All right, this. go to twitch.tv slash Riley Tower and hit that subscribe button. I oh, need that, mate. You start a fund, start a subscriber goal to buy your own website. To buy back. my own website back, I need I need those subscribers, man. You got to get across it. Halfastdistrict.com. Get out of here. Thank you, everyone at home, for listening to another rambly and loose episode of Scrammy River, each week looser and less related to Magic the Gathering as we go. But that's what people want, Dennis. That is what people want. That's the flavor they crave. What, what, what flavor? We, we should stop. Thank you all for listening to Scrammy River. <laughs> this episode, as per usual, brought to you by the kind, generous, and fiscally irresponsible folks over at channelfarable.com. Please do check out channelfarable.com slash buy list or indeed channelfarable.com slash giveaway. You can yep. find me at Stranjack. You can find, all right, that's enough. We yes, got too deep into that. We got really deep into that. I was thinking, hang on, if you forgot about the best part of the podcast, Charizard, Charizard, Me River, the podcast, new podcast. Um, I have to be honest. Hmm? I haven't played a lot of video games. But it's streaming, mate. Let's I've talk about streaming. your stream. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about your stream. stream. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Radicry Tower. 
Um, Let's get a little inside inside Twitch, inside baseball here. Okay. I've been trying to get this jerk to stream for months, maybe even a year. Um, when when was it first actually an option for me to start streaming? I guess, yeah, Manifest, about 18 months Manifest ago. Manifest Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah, about, about 18 months ago. I was so, like, Riley, you should stream. It'd be good for your career. People yeah. would really like it. You'd have yeah. fun doing it. And he's like, nah, mate, I don't want to get into it. I get obsessed with the numbers. Like, I go too deep, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. So I started him slow. Streamed yeah. a little bit. Liked it. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to take it too seriously. I'm just going to stream once in a while. Okay, maybe I should have a schedule. You know, maybe we should get a schedule up on there. Okay, well, maybe yeah. I'll do some bonus streams on top of the schedule. Oh, I should yeah. sort it out my Twitch panels. Oh, yeah. I hit affiliates. So many people will subscribe. Yeah. Oh, I need to get the email. And now, mate, now yeah. you're all in, baby. I'm in. I'm in. You got me. You got me. Gotcha. Do you know what the worst thing about this is? Is that it has gone very well. The worst part is that I burped during that rant and, and it was in such a way that it has to stay in. It's staying in there. But the, the worst thing about this is that because it's gone very well, the bad thing isn't that it's gone very well. That's a good thing. Dennis hasn't rubbed it in. No. He hasn't. And even this doesn't really fully constitute a proper rub-in by Dennis's mm-hmm. standards. So I'm here, right? I stream a couple hundred viewers. For someone who's been streaming for a week, that's insane. I'm mm-hmm. incredibly grateful. Thank you to everyone who's tuning in. Bunch of subscribers as well. So generous. I don't understand it, but thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Afterwards, Dennis sent me a message, yeah. Stream went, went, stream went pretty well, didn't it, mate? I'm like, yes. I'm, I'm yes. charging them up, baby. Yep. Yes, it did. Yeah, it went really well. I was like, oh, a couple of subscribers there. Yep. It's like, oh, you would have unlocked a couple of emotes. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to, I'll get to work on them. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good for, yeah, you know, first time streamer, a few hundred views. Pretty, it's going, going very yeah. well. A couple of thousand followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's going well, Dennis. It's going, it's going well. Dennis, it's, it, mate, I recognize that it's I'm going gonna, well. I'm going to, I'm going to chart. Go ahead. But this is the thing. He doesn't then go. Told, told you. you so. There's nothing. It hasn't happened yet. So I'm just I am going to. I am going to charge the stage when you're given the keynote at TwitchCon in three years' time, mate. I don't you down. need this kind of stress in my life, Dennis, <laughs> knowing when when the hatchet is going to fall on this I told you so. Because you did tell me so, and you've been telling me so for a long time, right? And, okay, in my defense, the things that I didn't want to do, the things that I didn't want to half-ass it, right? Okay? Here are a couple of reasons Podcast that I haven't streamed right yeah. Pardon? Podcast one? You didn't want to oh, the podcast. It. Exactly. I've already half-assing one thing, Dan. One thing, Dennis. So, you know, I don't have you a. Wanted, you, want, you wanted a whole ass. The Twitch I wanted stream. a whole ass. The Twitch stream, right? That's the uh, that's the that's the OnlyFans uh, mm. version of it. Exactly. Um, didn't have the time. Was traveling all over the place. Right. Had other creative projects on the go, like the podcast. Couple of other things that I wanted to. You know, I didn't. I didn't want to. You know, like, spread myself too thin, like a butter scrape, like butter scraped across too much bread. Right. And then the other thing was, I knew that it would just completely overtake. Like, overtake my attention on that sort of stuff. So I wanted to wait for, there's a big gap between events, right? Right now, like, I came home from, from the most recent trip, uh, mm-hmm. to, to the States. Big gap between, b- before the next one, right? And I was like, right, now I've got the time to actually settle down, get into rhythm, rather than being like, all right, I'm streaming this week, but then next week I'm going to a, a magic fest, or next week I'm going to a pro tour, mm-hmm. or next week, or that. It didn't work, right? So that's why I didn't do it there like that. And the other thing is, I knew, I knew that as soon as there were like little things for me to do, I would jump straight in. It's like, oh, Twitch emotes. Ooh, oh, I better, I better make sure they're pixel perfect and looking. Oh, mm. dollary dues, you say, for, for, for points. Oh, subscriber benefit. Like, I just have to, oh, banners, transitions, uh, graphics to put up. Like, uh, anyway, it's gone really well. And yeah, no, it's going well, mate. I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's gone really well. It's gone really well. And thank you to all the people who've tuned in so far. Uh, been playing a bit of Magic, played a bit of Rune Terror, uh, played a bit of Overwatch. That was a disaster. Never doing that again. Um, <laughs> it was terrible. I'm bad at Overwatch, and at the best of times, at the best of times, I'm good. I'm fine at streaming, but whoa, baby, I do not. I'm not good at playing game badly and streaming well. It is. 
it was rough stuff. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, no, this has been a big like ten minute plug for my stream. But come and watch and give me your money, please. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for watching Riley's Riley stream in advance. I'm not going to do the full thank you to Shalfar, but I accidentally did the whole hog the first time. Yeah. But again, you know, thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for Joachim Karud for the music. Riley, anybody you want to thank? Thank you to you, Dennis, for not rubbing it in my face that my stream has been such a success. Oh, I would like to thank me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good afternoon, good, good evening, and good night, everybody. We'll catch thanks you for hanging out with us. See you next time. 